By this time next year for the Christmas holiday season, what should we be expecting from Sun Devils football? You are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thanks, as always, for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. And, of course, a special shout-out to my everydayers who are here every day. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, and turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. You, of course, can stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at richiebrads 36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Before we get started, um, just want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas to those who observe and to those who don't. I wish you a very, very happy holiday season, Merry Festivus, whatever it might be. I hope that you have nothing but good times with your family, with your friends, your loved ones, your pets, anybody and anything that is important in your life. I wish you the happiest of days right now. It's it's a beautiful time of year, and it's a great time to start looking ahead to what we want to see in a year's time. You know, we talked about, I think it was last week, it might have been before that, talking about a Christmas list, a wish list of what we want to see this year for football and for basketball. Today, we're taking a look at football specifically, and it's what do we want to see in a year's time. By next Christmas, what do we want to see from Arizona State Sun Devils football? Well, there's four little points in particular that I'm going to be paying attention to, and I feel like there's even more beyond this, but these are the four things that I want to see the most. We'll go ahead and start with the development of the offense. Last year, the defense played some really good football, and I would tell you that They were absolutely the biggest strong suit of the team. Like, I don't know that it was close. Special teams was very up and down. The offense really was not great uh, by any stretch of the imagination. They had sparks here and there. But you look at the defense and like, yeah, the points per game is deceptive because they gave up quite a bit of points. But you also got to remember how often they were on the field. You look at the any other stat, I feel like if you pulled it up, could be deceptive or it could reflect how good they played because Brian Ward has them going in the right direction. They had a good pass rush last year. The secondary was very underrated. They got good linebacker play. They really found a way to be able to get everybody going despite the injuries that were mounting up throughout the year. They did a great job. Now it's time for the offense to take that step forward. Part of that is going to be getting healthy, right? And you need you need a consistent, stable quarterback too. You're only as good as your quarterback when it comes to when it comes to how your product is going to end up being. And this is going to fall on the shoulders of Jane Rashada. Rashada, of course, played three games, ended up redshirting, missed a lot of time due to injury. He is going to have a lot of pressure this offseason to really develop, really get into the playbook, really establish some chemistry with the guys that are coming back. Potentially Elijah Badger still waiting on his decision for what he's going to do. As of right now, I think I'm going to be under the assumption he's coming back. I think 
Do not quote me on that. It's just we're almost at the end of December. We haven't heard anything yet. You know, knock on wood. I really hope that's not putting that out there. But you'll also have Guillory. You'll have O'Mary. You'll have Stovall. You'll have some of the young guys, too. Jake Smith will be back. So Jaden Rashada is going to have to establish the chemistry with those guys. He's going to uh, be in a new offense, of course, with Marcus Royal coming in as the offensive coordinator. You've got Kenny Dillingham that's going to be able to help continue uh, developing him as well. But Rashada is going to be the most important player on this offense. He's going to be the most important player on both sides of the ball. I know. What a hot take, right? But you're only going to go as far as your quarterback can take you. That's where I'm at with that. But you also need the guys around him to step up. I think that the receivers are good enough. I don't necessarily have question marks with them, especially at Badger's back. I'm not worried about the receiving core. I want to see the run game find some stability and find consistency. Last year, you had some really good games when Scadaboo was healthy, when the Carlos Brooks was healthy. But you also had some horrible games where you just could not get anything going. Again, I think that the injuries along the offensive line, which we'll talk about in just a second, was a massive part of why you could not find stability and success. But at the same time, you need these guys to be able to step up the same way that I'm asking Jaden Rashada to step up is I need these guys to step up as well. We're only going to be as good as Rashada plays, but part of Rashada playing well is having a stable run game that's able to keep defenses honest so they can't uh, hunt down Rashada and make life absolutely hell on him. You need that run game to step up. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Scadaboo. I don't care if it's, if it's Kyson Brown, Relique Brown, to Carlos Brooks. I don't care who it is. You just need somebody to be able to step up for you and provide that consistency, provide that stability for you. They should be able to. But another key component here is having the offensive line play better. I don't I don't think any position was more ravaged by injuries last year. And even if there was a position that had more injuries, I don't know that there was one that was just decimated in terms of play than the offensive line was. They had a new starting five every single week last year. All 12 games, there was a different starting five for the offensive line. That is obscene. That is unreal. You cannot have that happen again next year. And again, I understand that injuries are part of the problem. But you also had a talent deficiency that was really holding you back. So you need the offensive line to be able to step up. And they've got pieces, right? You brought in a lot of kids through the transfer portal and through your recruiting class. You've got Bram Walden coming back. You've got Lee Fontanu coming back. You've got um, Ben Coleman is returning from injury. You've got Aaron Frost is returning. There's more than enough guys here to be able to build a stable offensive line, but they need to be able to find that stability because if you can't do that, you're only going to hinder the offense. It's going to hinder the run game. It's going to hinder Rashada. One more time, Jaden Rashada is going to be the key to this team next year. But again, he needs some help. In order to provide that help for him, you got to keep him upright in the pocket. You can't do that. This, this whole offense is going to fall apart, and that's going to play a really big factor in what you end up seeing on the field. 
it could be another very long season if we can't have a stable run game, a stable offensive line, and good play out of Jaden Rashada. That leads me into my next point, talking about guys that need to step up here. You need to see the development of your uh, 2023 recruiting class. This past year, a lot of the guys uh, redshirted. You did you did see them out there. They, they got some time and some opportunities, but outside of CJ Fight starting the vast majority of the year and Kyson Brown seeing some serious playing time, there was a lot of guys that just did not get on the field too much. Like, and it's not their fault. It's it's trying to establish your culture in a first year head coach with Kenny Dillingham. You need to be able to have veterans out there that are able to set the tone, that are able to help create that culture and be vocal leaders for the team. It's very difficult for freshmen to come in and do that. So it's no big deal that they didn't get a lot of playing time. But in year two, I would like to see a little bit of an uptick. Like you've got guys like KV and Thunderbird that I'm really, really interested in at the linebacker spot. You've got some guys in the secondary. You've got, I, I really want to see CJ fight, take another step forward. I would love to see Kyson Brown get more involved. Caleb Black is somebody that interests me in the, at the wide receiver position. Obviously Jaden Rashada. There are plenty of guys that I am excited to see take a step forward, but you need them to be able to take a step forward. It's Kenny Dillingham's first recruiting class. This means that they need to be reflective of his ability to recruit this program. Because if you come out and it's flat and a lot of guys aren't able to perform or even get to a point where they can be a stable unit, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. That's kind of where I'm at with the 2023 class. Again, I understand that a lot of these guys redshirted, and I think that that's going to end up being a very good thing for the team. But at the same time, if they're not able to take that redshirt year, use it to propel them forward and become better players that can lift up this program and be indicative and uh, actual physical examples of Kenny Dillingham's ability to recruit, they can't do that. You're you're going to really find yourself behind the eight ball in this rebuild. There's guys here, very talented guys. They need to take that step forward, and I think that they can. I'm I'm hoping that as a whole you'll get good production or at least like quality play from quite a few of the guys, but you'll really be looking at just a handful of them. Obviously, Rashada's at the forefront, but it's really easy to just point to Rashada. I would like to see more from Kyson Brown, CJ Fight. Uh, if we could get KV and Thunderbird out there, that'd be cool. Some of the offensive linemen. There's plenty of guys to look at. Next thing that that leads me to is just players as a whole. I want to see if we can get any all-conference players. We're moving to the Big 12. There's going to be a whole new opportunity to play up against new defenses, new teams, new new atmospheres. You're going to be traveling to Texas a lot. You're going to be spending a lot of time in the Midwest. This is going to be a very interesting opportunity for you to see what you can possibly uh, get going, right? And this leads me to wondering if you can find yourself any all-conference players. There's some really good players on this team. I've mentioned a handful of them, but the biggest guys that stand out to me are Elijah Badger, 
Cameron Scadaboo, uh, Relique Brown, Clayton Smith, Prince Dorba, and uh, Xavier Alford. Those are the guys that stand out to me. And I'm not necessarily saying they all have to be first team or they have to be second team. If, if you get honorable mentions, that's a win, man. Because last year, Arizona State really was not represented. I think Elijah Badger was a honorable mention. Other than that, I mean, you just did not have anyone that was even worthy of getting out there. That needs to change in 2024. You need to see those guys take that step forward, especially because you have stars here. You've got future NFL players here. The guys I mentioned are all guys that are going to be playing on Sundays in one role or another. There are guys here that can become superstars and faces of the program. One of the guys that interests me the most who has said on record he wants to be the face of the program is Relique Brown. Brown is, of course, the uh, transfer running back that is coming in from uh, USC, former super high four-star or five-star, depending on your source. He's a beast, and he's Mr. Do-It-All. He is, as Kenny Dillingham called him, he's their version of Memphis's uh, Kenny uh, Kenny Gainwell when uh, Dillingham was there. I know a lot of people are kind of manifesting him to become the next Tavon Austin, but the bottom line is when you have a weapon of his caliber and somebody that's able to do so many different things in a variety of different ways and have that major success for you, that's where I'm really interested to see how you take that step forward. I want to see if he can become that face of the program that he wants to be. I want to see if he can become the best player on this football team. That's what I'm really interested in. How can we move forward here with what we have seen out of Relique Brown so far? There's a lot of talent. There's plenty of important things to monitor here. This is this is somebody that I'm really interested in for taking that step forward. And then there's Elijah Badger, right? We all know how good he is. Can he become that thousand yard receiver? Can he become the the superstar of the program? Uh, Prince Dorba and Clayton Smith, who I mentioned, can they become the next uh, dynamic pass rushing duo? We saw some good production from them last year. The two of them combined for over 10 sacks. Really looking forward to how they take that step forward. Xavier Alford is coming back after... Uh, missing uh, missing time this past year due to the eligibility stuff. He's going to be back. He is a very talented football player and someone that I am also looking forward to seeing take that step forward for the team. I'll be monitoring that as well. Along the defensive line, I mean, I would love to see CJ Fight become that guy. I don't know if asking him to be that guy in his second year is totally realistic, but... I'm also not going to deny him that talent. There's guys here for the Sun Devils to be able to take that step forward. That's what I'm going to be monitoring. The last thing on my what I want to see by Christmas next year, are you a bowl team? Because there are there are a lot of opportunities here for you to take that step forward. You've got good players. You've got good coaching. You're going to a more open conference than what you saw last year. There are plenty of opportunities here for you to find yourself in a bowl game. And of course, it helps that you've got a million and a half bowl games, right? There's so many different 
different opportunities for you to get in. You can be a six and six team and still go to a bowl game. You don't need to win 10 games. I don't know if, if getting to a quality bowl game is totally realistic, but I think that a six win season could be in the fold for you as long as you meet the requirements of the other three things I've mentioned. You want to see the development of the offense. You, you hope that the defense continues to pull its weight too. You want to see those second year players step up. You want to see Jaden Rashada become the face. You want to see the other guys around him become the face. You want potential guys to be those all conference type of players. That's what you're hoping to see right now. That's what's going to be able to take you to that next step, to that next level. I'm really hoping that we're able to get all of this stuff figured out. It'd be the best Christmas present in the world to see them find a way to accomplish these things. And even if you're just taking steps forward, even if you only have honorable mention, all big 12 guys, even if there's only four guys who stand out from the 2023 class, even if Jaden Rashada is average, even if you're a six and 16, these are things that I would still consider wins for the team. Their expectations that I'm hoping to see. This is, this is kind of the goal that I have set in mind for these guys. Hopefully that ends up being the case, but I want to know what you guys think. What are you hoping to see for next Christmas? What are the gifts you want to unwrap for the Sun Devils football program? Let me know in the comments, or you can hit me up on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrads36 in the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. But wherever you're getting your podcasts, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications to get an update whenever we post content. Of course, you can stay in touch with that content following me. I already mentioned where to find me and a special shout out to my everydayers who are here every day. I appreciate you guys, as always, for tuning in. And again, I wish you all a merry, merry Christmas and a happy holiday season for those who don't observe. Spend some time with your family, your friends, your animals, whatever it is. Enjoy, guys. I'll see you later. Till then, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sunday.